what makes y'all's conversations different? You know, people at their nine to fives all day and go back and forth about, oh, I can't be here, I can't be here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's a cyclical conversation. Ever since y'all had that conversation, it sounds like it's been up ever since, right? Yeah. So, That's a fact. In, in terms of like motivation, like who, is it like an ebb and flow? Like since y'all brought opportunities to each other, y'all be talking about it. Who is it like fear? Now I'm now now I'm fear, and then we just have to keep motivating each other. How does that work? That's a deep question. That's, that's a deep question. Is like I do I do something real risky. Like I'm a risky one. I'm yeah, like, for hey, sure. We about to do this, mm-hmm. and Adrian will be like, "All right, let me calculate." And it's crazy because our sons are the same way. Mm-hmm. Like our sons are they, they play together. They're, my mm-hmm. son is the risk taker. His son's like, "All right, let me think about it." And if I say let's do something, Adrian will go figure out how we can do it, and then he'll come back and he'll be like. This is how we're going to do it. And then I'm like, let's go. So I know that you'll agree, enjoying myself while at work is the vibe that I'm trying to be on. So I want to invite you guys to Sidebar ATL here in Atlanta, Georgia. Sidebar, on top of the good food and live music, they have three different experiences. That means you can join me in the garden room, in the gold room if you want to try the top of the line hookah. And they also have the dungeon where I hear what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. So it's the perfect mix if you're here on business or you want to blow off some steam after work, you can meet me at Sidebar ATL so that you can have a little bit of dinner and then turn up afterwards if that's your jam. So check us out, 79 Poplar Street here in downtown Atlanta, or you can call 678-800-0741. Let's get it, work and play at the same time, right? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Work and Play Podcast. I wanna say this is reunion style because I have had each of these heavy hitters on here and now I got them together. I don't know if we got enough energy in one screen. I don't know if the room big enough. (laughs) You guys are in for a treat. I'm gonna tell you right now, all th- I have literally got to watch y'all journey from start to finish. And even before that, we got the podcast mm-hmm. to cover in the gas even when I wasn't there. So for those of y'all who don't know these these crazy, really wonderful gentlemen, one, I say Arter McGee. Right, if y'all haven't already gotten hip to it, understand it's more than automation. It's more than VA. It's more than trading. It's a whole movement over here. But each mm-hmm. individual, each man has their own movement. So I would love for y'all to introduce yourselves. Absolutely. We'll let T kick it off. Oh, you know? Let's it go, off. MJ. What's up, y'all? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm listen. So. <laughs> so, my name is T, T Order, aka Stop Trader T on Instagram, and I am an option trading mentor. That's it? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to a little bit more. Hey, That's all right. Episode, all right, I got you. I got you. All right, so Adrian McGee, also co founder of Arter McGee Management, virtual staffing agency, and also owner of a digital agency, which is Systems Acceleration. So we help you scale your business and get leads and more sales. So that's what we do. Listen, wait a minute. But see, here's the thing, because both of y'all been on a podcast before. Adrian has that typical corporate background, right? He's got yeah. that corporate background. He's got that resume, judge. And then you got your your resume at the post office. But yeah. you you always been bucking the system. Yeah, 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 always. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm more of a straight to the point person. Yeah. You know? um, so... Not not saying that wasn't great. That was solid. I wish I could do that. I wish, no, I wish I could do that, but I'm more or less of a, a person, hey, this is who I am and you know if you want to know more about me, you know, you can come figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. More yeah. Or less, right. Because I mean and also I am who I am. I'm him. 
So my energy should bring you to my page and want to get to know me. That's mm-hmm. what I feel. Yeah, and you are mm-hmm. who you are through and through. Right, right. Um, latest win on social media is that last viral post that you did with your dad. Two M's. Before you, like you, man, you manifested it. Yeah. But when you posted it, I literally was sending it to everybody. Like I'm like, y'all got to see this. <laughs> That's crazy. Like I know this man, and mm-hmm. I didn't even. This is before two mil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been doing some really impactful work. Yeah. So what happened was, I don't, you know, I I do a lot of great things behind the scenes. Like I take care of my family. I'm really at that level I'm put in my life now. And the reason why I recorded that and shared that is because in the black community, men are really taught to be strong and not vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a vulnerable moment in between me and my father, and I felt that's what someone else needed to see that, right? And into me being right, that's why I mean manifesting, saying, "Hey, this is going to go viral," wasn't in the sense of, "Oh, look, I can go viral." It was more or less of, "Hey, look." The black culture needs this. They need to see this. They need to see dad's um, relationships with sons. And I have a great relationship with my father. Yes. We mm-hmm. absolutely need it. We absolutely need it. So I can't wait to get into that. Um, also, you manifest like crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy thing is, first episode you and I did, <laughs> Adrian was going in with the manifestation yeah, piece. It was real. Unfortunately, through the podcast journey, we didn't get it because of technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you were in your nine to five mm-hmm. at the same time, and you were actually um, still in trucking. Mm-hmm. Um, you had. Y'all making moves as soon as he got here, like on the trucking conversation. Listen, I'm about to do a podcast real quick. It was literally amazing to see. It was crazy. And now where are we at? Listen, it's it's the journey is just it's unbelievable, right? When you think about it, because when you think about it, even thinking of the first episode, right? That was probably what eight nine months ago. Maybe 10 minutes? I don't know. I feel like that was about a year. It might have been a year. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that's crazy, a year. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, in December, we both took the leap, right? And Mm -hmm. went to full-time entrepreneurship. And so we we said it, though. We said we're going to step into the year um, without our nine-to-fives. And, you know, we made it shake. And it's it's been a beautiful thing. I'm not going to act like the journey is all like, you know, all go, though. We definitely had our struggles. We definitely overcame a lot. a lot of lessons you know but i think we really like we're we already broke through you know to, to really say it like that like we broke through but i think it's even more to climb like it's yeah. a lot more to climb over the next few months for real yeah yeah and when you say more to climb like you broke through financially like you mm-hmm. broke through systems wise what what epiphany is it that you're saying you broke through and yeah. then what is, it, what is that growth that you're seeing moving it forward for real like at first it was all financial mm-hmm. like it went from like freedom right so it went from time freedom to then it was like financial freedom and it's funny because we hit a point where we were making more money than we've ever seen in our life like it was crazy um and you know then i think we took a step back because we was grinding going hard and then we just wasn't having fun with it no more you know we was just getting we was getting money but we wasn't having fun and i think that did lead to some burnout you know and now I think we both took a step back and said like, look, all right, so here's our financial targets. This is real, you know, like let's like take care of our house. Let's live comfortable vacation when we want, live the lifestyle we want. And here's that number yeah. and let's build a, a recurring model, right? That's when we really, we really started focusing on subscription-based uh, revenue. So that way we could just hit our mark and we could be comfortable. So. Mm-hmm. I think like that's the biggest understanding that we made over these past few months that really kind of elevated our mindset that can give us the lifestyle that we really want, which is that that time freedom. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about um, the fact that both of y'all manifest like crazy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what it sounds like is you manifested a particular life and then y'all made a pivot. Like mm -hmm. y'all made a pivot somewhere. So tell me when y'all were like in the lab, because before we, we were cooking, but it wasn't like going, right? So when mm -hmm. y'all were in the lab, what were the conversations? I can only imagine the type of brainstorming that was happening with you guys together. Yeah. Like, okay, this mm -hmm. is the life we want to create. This is how we're going to quit our jobs. And then this is how we're going to build a business. At that time, what were the conversations like? Yeah. We was calling each other from our nine to fives. Mm -hmm. I mean, we was like, what you know, because I was trading at my nine to five, and mm -hmm. he was trading. I think he was working from home. Yeah, I was working from I home. From home, but he was on so many calls, he wasn't really able to do something. We was running the trucking, mm -hmm. so we had to take care of trucking as well. But it was more or less that we're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Why are we working so hard and getting? Because you got to understand something. Shout out to Keith because it's always stuck with me. Is your <laughs> what is it? Your um, your what is it? What did he say? Your wages outweigh, um, profits outweigh wages. Mm. Right? That's, that was it. And when he said profits outweigh wages, we're like, we're, we're getting money, but we're not getting our full potential. We're, they're, they're capping us at a point of, uh, an amount of money mm -hmm. and we're not, we're not being great with this. Right. Yeah. So we said, how can we overcome this? And we knew trucking was like, the gateway to open everything up and it really was it was you know and we were like all right we gotta i'm talking about when i would get off work i would come over he'll pull up we work and we'll meet up virtually mm -hmm. or we'll execute how are we going to get there and then when we decided after all these meetups how are we going to get there we said hey we made a bet we did we so did. hey if you don't leave your nine to five um if you come into the new year with your nine to five, you owe the other person a thousand dollars. And I know that doesn't seem, that may not seem like a lot, but here's the thing, it's just accountability. I didn't think, I don't want, I didn't want him to be telling me like, you know, you, you walked in, you left me hanging, you know? And I would have been like, I need my stack. I need my thousand. So that's, <laughs> that's more fuel to fire. Who was more motivated? Because uh, Adrian told the story of the trucking and how you knew it was 2K. Or who who brought the who brought who brought trucking to y to each other first? I mm. brought it to him, but he was already like, yeah learning about, about it, it. With someone else. Because mm, here here I'm sitting here like okay, what what makes y'all's conversations different? You know, people at their nine to fives all day and go back and forth about oh I can't be here, I can't be here, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's a cyclical conversation. Ever since y'all had that conversation, it sounds like it's been up ever since, right? Yeah. You know, so sure, that's a fact. in in terms of like motivation, like. Who is it like an ebb and flow? Like since y'all brought opportunities to each other, y'all be talking about it. Who is it like fear? Nah, I'm now nah, now nah, I'm fear, and then we just have to keep motivating each other. How does that work? That's a deep question. That's, that's a deep question. Is like I do I do something real risky. Like I'm a risky one. I'll yeah, like, for hey, sure. We about to do this, mm -hmm. and Adrian will be like, all right, let me calculate. And it's crazy because our sons are the same way. Like, mm -hmm. our sons are, and they, they play together. My mm -hmm. son is the risk taker. His son's like, all right, let me think about it. And if I say, let's do something, Adrian will go figure out how we can do it. And then he'll come back and he'll be like, this is how we're going to do it. And then I'm like, let's go. Are you still trying to get a leg up on your entrepreneurial career? Now, I told you about the morning meetup, the community that was created for the betterment of entrepreneurship, and we are cooking up some really cool things. Now, here's the thing. If you join today, you can actually get in for 60% of the original price. So if you join today, all you have to do is download the app, and I provided the link below so that you can join us. We have community, we have a book club, and it's the largest group that meets every single day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., to literally get a head start 
start on entrepreneurship. So if you're still trying to grow, you don't know what your business is going to be, but you know you want to be an entrepreneur, this is the community for you. So check out the morning meetup, click the link below, download the app and join us today. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he told me, because I wasn't about to pay for that course. <laughs> hey, shout out Alex. Shout out Alex, good yeah. energy. Shout out Alex, I was not paying for that course. Adrian was like, bro, I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right. You know, when you trust someone, when you, when you trust someone to say that, he had, his word was everything. So he had to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it held me accountable too, you know. And it is funny because... Like we said this before, I was hitting him up and I was serious, but I was like 60% serious. You know what I mean? And when he sent the bread for the course, like, all right, bet I'm about to send him my thousand. And he sent it. And then I was like, dang, that, that took me from 60 to 100. You know what I mean? Because like, dang, I, I can't. He just sent the bread. I can't go back on it. Um, so that that's really, really the experience of trucking. Like, that's what's so crazy. That's why we're so grateful. And. Um, I actually ran into Alex at, um, where were we at? Uh, I was a few times. We were talking about when we were Recession Proof. Recession Proof, Ohio, and we ran into him mm-hmm. in Atlanta at a Big Ham's party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but Vegas. Vegas. That's when we told him, like, I said, hey, look, like, we just grateful, bro, because mm-hmm. we, we got introduced to entrepreneurship from trucking. Like, our company hit six figures in four months in trucking. And when we got introduced to our value, when we put time on it, um, and we could see like, hey, like we just making a few phone calls a day and like this revenue is running without us having to do anything. So we got introduced to it and that's what really like turned us up to like Mm. another level. Mm. What I heard is you increased your value. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to me about, I love this dynamic because you're trading, right? And, we, you remember that conversation I called you and I was talking about my whole personal situation and I was talking about this perception of return on investment. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm, I want you guys to talk about how individually as employees, you had a certain mindset mm-hmm. and whatever your value was, right? Mm-hmm. To seeing what your value is now, what was the return on investment? What was the investment journey? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me know if y'all follow my question. I think I got it. The way I would describe it is just understanding the value of your time. Mm-hmm. Like, how much money can you really generate if Facts. you spend an hour doing it? Facts. And like, when you put that value on your time and you start to see like how much you can really generate and even not even from an income you know, standpoint, thinking about just an impact perspective, like how much impact can I create in an hour if I only focus on that? And once you actually like test it mm. and see and get the results, your mind just opens up and it's like, all right, how much more can I get? Tell them about the week you took off. Oh yeah, that's, that that actually, without that week, I probably would have been paying him a thousand. Like (laughs) for- What happened? Tell me about the week. Yeah, so I took a week off of work uh, early November, you know, and so I hit T up right before I said T, you know, November, we need 20K, we need a 20K month. I said, I never made 20K. I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. He did, and it's Even funny. Even though you were doing trades, I wasn't doing my thousand dollar day before that time. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's it's funny. We're gonna jump on how it actually happened with the twenty k <laughs> month too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I took a week off of work in November. I was like, you know, I'm getting more clients. Mm-hmm. Let me see what this looks like. What does a week full time look like of entrepreneurship for me? So I took a week off of work, and. Um, just was getting it in like wasn't like really grinding hard or anything just was getting it in communicating focus on revenue generating activities for the whole week 
and I brought in like 13K that week, you mm. know, while I'm working my nine to five. So I was like, wow, like this is powerful. Um, but what makes it so funny about that 20K, like, you know, go that we hit was he doubted it initially, but he actually yeah. hit it. Like he hit it before I did. I see it. In training. <laughs> no, like passive income as well. Mm -hmm. We had targets. I mean, I charted it out on a whiteboard. He, he had me go buy a whiteboard. Yeah, I yeah, charted yeah. out on a whiteboard in my basement. Like, okay, this is all I need to do to get this. And I think I hit 18K by like the second week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The second week. And I was like, bro, I'm at 18,000. And he was like, what? And then that was the week he was starting his vacation. He said, I'm behind. And then that's when he caught up with the 13. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because is you don't know your potential until someone exposes you to it. Mm -hmm. right? I would have never thought of $20,000. Mm -hmm. right. I wasn't making my 1K days yet. I would have never thought about it. I was just like, okay, I'd go a little harder in the market. I'd go a little harder. This is when I was still doing personal people's credit repair. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, all right, I'm, I was close. I said, I'm going to close a client every day. And I was grabbing somebody every day mm -hmm. on phone calls. Mm -hmm. And when you really set a goal that doesn't seem attainable, it means more to you when you uh, get it. And what's so mm -hmm. crazy is I told him, um, I was like, bro, I would have never you know, thought about it. And then... You want to dive deeper into it? He was like, "Yeah, but we need to have fifty by April. We want to get fifty. We did. We did say that. We did. And I'm like, fifty. We just made twenty. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, what are you talking about? But we we hit those numbers though. Mm -hmm. we, we hit the fifty k mark. And I'm yep. talking about like it's just so amazing because you know you, you a lot of people. Oh, when I talk to people in entrepreneurs, they're like, man, I would kill to have a business partner. Mm -hmm. Facts. <laughs> Listen, man. It's powerful. It is powerful. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm breaking it down. I see it literally. Cause you got both y'all got the manifest energy, right? Y'all both believe in yourself. You want it. You want greatness for each other. You got this like structure and strategy. You got this straight manifest big visions, right? Mm -hmm. By you encouraging him to like draft out the the vision, it makes your manifestation crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's it's it's really like none of this is magic. It makes right. sense for me now because I'm like, yo, your your vision is crazy. A mm -hmm. strategy mm -hmm. plus belief. And Anything. if you're doing it by yourself, it's kind of like, okay, you got all the strategy, but sometimes you need a little sprinkle. You need somebody to push you a little bit. Like, <laughs> you know, like Tia, Tia definitely get on me all the time. Like, I just dropped a, a crazy promotion this week, like $97 funnels. I saw it. You know, and I was sitting on it for like a week and he like, bro, can you stop messing with that and just drop it? Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, bet. So, you know, I dropped it. It, w it went bananas. Did it really? Yeah, it went crazy. Let's talk about the business structure. Because mm -hmm. when we when we talked at the, in the Airbnb and I said, like, whatever I said, because I believed it. Like, we mm -hmm. two, three dope mm -hmm. human beings. I'm like, listen, if we just get together and mind, mind map, I know it's going to mm -hmm. be something crazy. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about doing a little smoking in between, right? Because yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, your lot. creative mm -hmm. energy, the energy is crazy. Nice. Mm -hmm. What I saw was just greatness. But mm -hmm. I didn't know all, we talked about client acquisition. Mm -hmm. We talked about a hashtag strategy. You went fire, you went crazy on it. And then everything's just started going, going. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the business strategy. Mm -hmm. um, when I met you, you were trading. Mm -hmm. And then when we talked, you were building out your first program. I want to say, or actually like your first, second, first or second iteration of like what your um, systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those building systems, yep. So what was the first nugget for you guys to say, we're going to work together? What, what was that first nugget to say, we're going to, what are we building together? I think we were, we were already in trouble. 
Yeah, trucking. You guys were already in trucking. Yeah. You were doing trading and you were doing systems. Yeah, mm -hmm. because here's the thing is, we're always, we're gonna dibble and dabble on each other's business. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Like if I talk to somebody and I see, like I just talked to somebody yesterday mm -hmm. and I'm like, hey, I can't help you, but my business partner can. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like an alley hoop. Hey, mm -hmm. I, I can't help you, but my business partner, or he'll have a client and then he'll send them my way. Um, and it's more or less of, if we keep each other fed, like, he, his program is high ticket, mm -hmm. so he gets the most upfront money, but my program is reoccurring, so I'm thinking of longevity. Mm -hmm. So if we alley hoop each other off, then you know we're both making money together. Mm -hmm. And I feel as if, um, regardless of what client I acquire, he can always add value to them in some type of manner, mm -hmm. right? And and that's all that's all it's about and that's what we have to that's how we continue to build mm -hmm. because we're not being selfish and thinking like oh i got this person um you know um and and not try and keep them for ourselves or i got this trade or whatever right like, he forced me to trade he forced me to to teach people how mm -hmm. to trade uh, right i remember so that i wouldn't <laughs> even be in this position i would <laughs> i would probably still be making a nice amount of money yeah but i wouldn't be an authority because he made me an authority by forcing me to teach him and then teach others and say, okay, look, you can really do this in Ireland. It's crazy. That is crazy. How many students? How many students? You? Oh, I got over 100 now. I taught over 100 people. 100 people. And when we did the first podcast, how many did you have? Like 30, so yeah, like 30, 30 yeah. Like you mm -hmm. just put some gasoline on, you've been going crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's just amazing because. Um, it's like hitters, people that I would have never thought I would be in a room with who I used to, who I've purchased their course and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, it's like, a, what, it, what it says, like when you come, when you get to the league, right? It's only 5,000 people that made it to the NBA um, and actually played a game. People don't understand those stats, right? Um, so when you make it to the league, and they usually say your idols become your rivals, but it was really about collaboration. I was mm -hmm. actually asked to join something. And I'm in this group and I'm like, all right, you know, I, I know I'm established, you know, I'm comfortable wherever I go. I know I'm established, but I'm like, is this the room for me? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, these guys is like, get, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm happy to be here. But when I'm speaking to them and they said something that really was crazy and everybody always says this about me, they say, you can teach the basics so crazy. Like I really can teach people from a nine to five that knows anything about the stock market. I can transition you into the stock market mm -hmm. um, and be knowledgeable. So they say you do that so good that we can't do that. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't think that. Like I don't have to be. I don't have to be. You know, he said I was MJ earlier. I don't have to be MJ, mm -hmm. right? I don't have to be LeBron. But in order to get those titles, you have to have the right pieces. And I was just thankful that I was valued as one of those pieces to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Shout out trading food. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, and I've seen you guys go live, and in the mixture of everybody, it's like. Y'all leave a whole bunch of ego and stuff at the door and y'all just teach the people and y'all just talk about the numbers. Mm -hmm. So I really, I see, I love the trading fool. And I love your content. It'd be funny. Like when you do those little skits, yeah. you know, that trading <laughs> fool skits. Um, we, going back to your partnership, mm -hmm. um, everybody would kill to have a partnership. Um, but maybe we could spend some time individually on how y'all spend time doing mm -hmm. work. Like, what does the day-to-day -day, um, work ethic look like? We got the grind season, mm -hmm. right? Are you grinding all day and sometimes y'all talk on the phone or does it look like more play than someone would think? Nah, this dude be going to work. Like, yeah, I'll be working. I'll, I'll be working. Yeah. He, I, I, I'll be working, you know, just I really love what I do. You know what I mean? And so 
Um, and I'm building. I'm, I'm trying to really build something really, really unique. Um, so I do, I do be working. You know, T get it in. T spends a lot of times on the phone teaching people, and I probably spend a lot of time kind of on the back end st uh, part of stuff. Um, but I think what makes like our partnership so strong is that like we have like check-ins where we literally hit a whiteboard and write out what has to be done. And so, I mean, we talked a lot about manifestation. Like the, one of the most powerful things with manifestation is writing stuff down, like visualizing, seeing it, you know, because when you write it down, it hits a different part of your brain where it really sticks. Yeah. Um, so we'll get on a whiteboard and I save the sheets. Like, I, like it's a paper, it's not even a whiteboard, it's a big, uh, you know, the paper. Yeah, yeah. And I'll save it. Like I got, I got them saved from our first sessions where we really write down like, hey, you doing this, I'm doing that. And then we hold each other accountable to it. So um, if you have business partners, like those check-ins are probably more important than anything that you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the alignment, the alignment is, is so necessary just so we could say, like for our VA business, like we said like, hey, I'm gonna handle payroll because payroll I'd never imagine payroll to be such a, <laughs> uh, a big yeah. issue. Yeah. He like, uh, but he handles operations. Because I come from a management standpoint. So mm -hmm. mm. And yep. the operations, when you say you come from a management standpoint, you do better I know, with people. I know people. how to move employees around. Mm -hmm. I know how to, you know, customer service. Mm -hmm. I know how to deal with tough situations. Okay. So mm -hmm. it, it just comes natural for me. He's a numbers person. Mm -hmm. um, so that comes natural for him. So mm -hmm. it's more or less of, okay, let's use each other's skill set to benefit our company um, and make it easy on us. That mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense because like, so it, without you being in the picture, I would say you're a dope customer service. Like, you think I am? Yeah, y'all, my first VA. I appreciate that. Absolutely. But... <laughs> the, the, so I'm going to give y'all a testimonial real quick because my first VA, going through the process of working with the VA, I've grown so much as a leader, right? Emotionally, mostly, right? Because I, I got the systems on lock. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the operations side, I would say, like you said, like having a conversation, what needs to be done, managing my expectations, being irritated with someone, not yeah. like flying off the hinges. <laughs> there have been times when I talk on the phone with you and you're like, okay, first of all, it's empathetic off the chart. Empathy is, your empathy is off the chart. <laughs> and you're like, listen, I understand what you're going through. And then you talk me through, okay, so this is how, what do, what do we need to do? What's the solution? It's never like, I don't feel like I just complained and I left. Cause mm. that's how you lose customers, right? I feel like I got to say what I needed to say. You heard what I needed to say, what I needed to say, and then we thought about a solution, and we always moved the buck. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would be here if I let I, I quit, you know, earlier on. And I think that because of your customer service skills, I didn't quit, and I got to have a much better VA experience and a better relationship with someone because I know me more, and I know mm -hmm. how to like delegate work more, right? I know how to temper my, emo my emotions. The reason I'm saying this though, kind of goes back to the partnership thing, is like, if you were to like have to lean on that, per perhaps mm -hmm. you would get burnt out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Like I don't have like, <clears throat> and he's not even a people's person for real, but he, he been making a shake. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes though, that could backfire, right? Mm. So it works for you as a client, but some clients you gotta be very direct and just like, hey, look, if this ain't a good fit for you, like we understand, mm -hmm. you know, and or if it's like if you need support in this way, um, it requires a little bit more directness. And, you know, that's that's where T can kind of handle it. But it's like it's so important to 
like figure out who you're working with like what are their strengths and their weaknesses mm -hmm. and like and not really try to like enforce that person to overcome their weakness because like that person can cover it. that's the whole purpose of a business partner is like you don't have to do everything like the points that you don't like or you're not that great at your business partner or whoever you work with can do it and if neither of us can do it we're just gonna hire somebody else that do it find somebody to do it who not how right mm -hmm. who not how mm -hmm. i want to talk about the journey a little bit so we might have to um separate to come back because mm -hmm. um, as entrepreneurs or first of all leaving your nine to five and becoming an entrepreneur is a whole journey in itself Mm -hmm. You guys have already crossed that threshold and you found success monetarily, relationship-wise. Listen, I love. I'm like, I feel like I'm a part of the fam for both of <laughs> y'all. <laughs> um, but the entrepreneurial journey of understanding who your client avatar is, understanding what your business structure is going to be, who, how, who and how you're going to help, what your framework is, those things take two specific separate journeys. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, on the, pod, on the first podcast for both of you guys, we talked about that first threshold. After you quit your job, and then you started to become more efficient as business owners. For each of you, what was like that um, epiphany or what were some of the tweaks that you made in your business that really like accelerated y'all's business growth mm. after being a nine to fiver? Separately? Like separately. separately. Cause I, I can speak on mine. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, me, I, I started being more consistent, right? Um, I, I lack consistency, right? I, and he could tease me about it. He'd be like, bro, you posting one day, but you're getting, you know, posting it like, uh, two weeks right and I'm like man I'm not really into posting but I have so much knowledge I had to start talking to more people you know and and more people believe in me because when you can see something and it's obtainable somebody's around you doing if, if, if he's sitting next to me and he's making a million dollars there's you can't tell me I can't make a million dollars mm -hmm. and so a lot of people and a lot of my students came from me knowing them and they're like hey i know your care i always said this on the last podcast your character follows you wherever you go mm -hmm. and they're like with you doing that i know it's obtainable and how do i do it right and i make them i made it seem comfortable like hey i had to pay twelve thousand dollars for courses and mentorships and things like that mm -hmm. um, it's okay to do that mm -hmm. you know that's why on my fourth week i trade along um, with the students on the fourth week to make sure that they understand and also get a return on their investment Right, um, possibly it doesn't always work out like that, but majority of the time <laughs> they get their money back. But it's more or less of uh, I became consistent and I became more direct with the transition because I take losses. I lost in the market yesterday, right? And then someone wrote me five minutes ago, not five because we've been here in a minute, but someone wrote me prior to this podcast like I like how you're honest with it because I said, hey, I hit twenty percent today um, of my account, but I lost yesterday. You know, and sometimes people, these gurus and stuff, they're not posting the losses or they're mm -hmm. not showing you or they're not being held accountable for what they're doing while I'm showing you I'm a human being, mm -hmm. but I'm just good at what I do. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to that? Yeah, it does. What I'm hearing is the, to leave your nine to five and to, to come into entrepreneurship was like the solo journey. Mm -hmm. This next phase has been consistency and then you said impacting the people exactly. so like it's a completely different because you had the idea you had 30 people in your program and i remember when you started your program so i can only imagine like how that accelerated but that solo journey but then your personal growth in consistency and impact you get to see it now mm -hmm. right hmm okay mm -hmm. and for you what what would you say that breakthrough looked like that 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 shift in mm -hmm. clarity if you will yeah, like for me, 
because I used to build systems and systems are very complex. Like a lot of people undervalue it. It's something where like you work with somebody and you really have to get in the mud with them, you mm. know? And it took a lot of time, uh, a lot of patience sure. because people change their mind on what they want their system to look like, mm. you know? So it takes a lot of patience. Um, and I was targeting everyone. Like I was working with everyone because the money was coming, you know, like if someone could pay me five, $8,000, you know, I'm like, Hey, I don't care what the project is. Like I'm, I got it, you know, cause I could do it. Mm -hmm. But, um, my breakthrough, I would say really came recently when I just really decided to like niche down. And so when we think about niching down, we always think about, um, like who we target, right? We think about our avatar. There's that side of it, but we can also niche down in terms of like the services we provide as well. Mm -hmm. So like as T said, you know, he focuses more on taking like the nine to fiver and teaching them how to jump into the trading space. Whereas, you know, he could technically take someone who already knows how to trade and teach them how to go on the advanced side, but he focuses on this one piece. And so when we focus on a specific piece, when we really niche down onto what we do, it makes us really, really good at what we do. Um, we can do it quicker, we provide more quality, and we can charge more, right? So what you know worked for me was um, running ads, like running Facebook ads and um, IG ads. Um, I'm really, really good at it. Really? Like, like I'm dope, you know. <laughs> it's, it, it's, and I like it, you know, I really enjoy it. And so now I went from building full systems for businesses, operations, marketing, all of this. And I was like, hey, we're only gonna focus on your marketing piece. Mm -hmm. And now like my team is like able to like kick stuff out way quicker. The transformations are a lot stronger, more powerful. Um, so I really wanna say like, I know we hear it all the time, when we, especially when jumping to entrepreneurship, like a hey, niche now, niche now, like stop trying to serve everyone. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, it really, really makes a difference. And if we all really focus on what we're good at and, and we focus on who we serve the best, it fully transforms what we can do in our business. Yeah. You know, so. Right. It, and to piggyback off that, it's okay to turn away money. Mm. A lot of times people get in entrepreneurship and I'm just trying to run it up. But that situation or that customer may, may not be right for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to turn away money. Like you say, oh, you got $8,000, you will pay me. I'll turn so many people down. Mm -hmm. This program isn't for you. Really? This, this isn't for you. Mm -hmm. you, know, you need to find this elsewhere. Because a lot of times people like the idea of getting rich, but they don't like to put the work in. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I had someone ask me, um, hey, how, how soon can I start making money from this? Not how, how how long does it take to learn? How soon can I make money from this? I said, I won't want you in my program. You're thinking of it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what you have to look at. So it's okay to turn away money going into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the hardest things we got. It is that's hard. That's one of the hardest things. It is. It sounds like, though, the valuable, the what was really valuable is for you to see what it was like to be spread too thin and be taking all the clients. Oh, absolutely. I, th mm. I think that, you know, what could be discouraging for a, a new entrepreneur is like, you don't know what your niche is and so you're afraid to go out in the market and just try mm -hmm. right like it's you guys are talking about um you guys have made it past the threshold and i think why it's so daunting for people who haven't taken that journey is because we talking about niching before i even figured out like you know right, what's my right. sauce so that's why i think y'all should go check out the first episode because that's what it looks like for you guys you show what it looks like to step through even as we're figuring things out, yeah. mm -hmm. right? People mm -hmm. say fake it till you make it. You don't have to. You, you can don't. be sure of what you know. Mm -hmm. You know, You know. I want to add something to that because what you said is so important as far as like 
you could change your niche. You don't have to, like just cause you start doing it one time and it doesn't work, you can change it. Like, and we always think like, oh, people are gonna judge us. We're shifting our ideas. Like people are gonna think, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like, you're not that important. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people got a lot of stuff going on. And like, just cause you switch your business, like no one's really paying attention like that. So. It's okay to change. You could change the, the direction. I started in credit. I mean, I started mm -hmm. doing credit. I Did you? Credit. This was before trading. Yeah, I, so I was trading, but I wasn't really announcing it, right? I was mm -hmm. doing long terms, but I, I, when I came out, I was doing credit. Now, don't get me wrong, I still have a six-figure credit dispute business, mm. but I don't promote it anymore. You know, that's behind closed scenes. I want you to know me for trading stocks. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of times people have all these things under their belts, and I'm not comfortable with going with someone who can tell me they can build me a funnel and also sell me a house. Mm. I'm not, I'm not comfortable. What are you good at? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? I need uh, a whole focus on something. So I'm more inclined to pay someone who specializes in something versus that. Now I can tell someone how to flip credit into the stock market, mm -hmm. but I would rather tell you, I would rather be known for the stock market because now it's more of an authority. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to I ask you guys um, this question. So I'm, I'm doing a lot more personal development. I'm kind of like refocusing re myself on the gym rooms of the world. Like the things that helped me quit my job, I'm kind of like refocusing mm. on that motivation. And uh, one of the things that Jim Rohn says is like, or, or I'm not even sure if it's just for Jim Rohn, but if you were to give everybody a million dollars in a year's time, that money will be back in the, in the same hands that it was before. Right, because it's 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 one thing to get money, but then it's another thing to keep the money. Mm. So for you guys going from a nine to five mindset to keeping your money, what are some things that you guys have had to do so that you maintain your level of financial success and not go back to where y'all came from? Mm. You know, I, we have a transparent moment right here. Like, <laughs> like I'll just be honest. So when we first started off in trucking, like we learned like what it looks like to make like money you know like extra money mm -hmm. right and so the ideal scenario is really to save 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 which we were saving for maintenance for the truck you know for that but we was we was going <laughs> we was going a little crazy we was going crazy like, <laughs> extra 10k oh we want to take a trip mm -hmm. yeah and we will really go like live it and enjoy every moment of it but like last month was like both of our worst month yeah. like since jumping into entrepreneurship and we had to really tap into some funds we really didn't want to tap into um to cover like a huge like issue we had with the business and we was thinking we just said it last week it was like we should have probably saved some of that back. <laughs> <laughs> you know we said it so it's like just being transparent like you just gotta figure it out you know and Okay. Being structured is definitely the way to go. I definitely advise everyone to at least get a bookkeeping system or get a bookkeeping because yeah. um, we didn't. Like, we was just running it ugly. Um, so that's what it sounds like, the feedback is. It's like, it's like getting over the hump and receiving money in abundance is like, that's the first shift. Mm -hmm. But then to keep it, it sounds like you experience, because sometimes we think that a coach can help you avoid the mistake mm. but what it sounds like is you went through it and now you know what it feels like mm -hmm. but you bounce back much sooner because you've had coaches and and mentors yeah. and stuff along the way mm -hmm. you got to think about longevity 
Yeah. Right. It's all. It's about longevity. Like I, I, I tell you, I told. Hey, I said, I, this whole VA business. Can go. <laughs> this whole VA business. I said this whole VA business can go. I mm-hmm. said um, because that's where our issues were. I said this mm-hmm. whole VA business can go. I said it's a headache. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got my team. You got your team. We're both making good money separately. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no need to have you know both of these teams. You know what I'm saying? I'm like we're good. You know, he's like no, like this is a million dollar company, and it is. Right, and you know we're reaching out to you know especially him. We're reaching out to people who are in position who could possibly went through this, like our entrepreneur friends. And it was like it wouldn't be a business if you didn't have a heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Come on, right? mm, they Come all said it. Every single one. We, we, we all go through that, and it was more or less a, all right, you know, mm-hmm. let's let's hit the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. What we need to do, and that's when we. I, I remember Sue, Adrian said, I'm gonna get the finances done. You just, so I went through and interviewed everybody on our team. How can we be better? What can we do? Mm-hmm. You know, and one week we thought it was good. Then we, second week came, we'd be back down again. Yeah. Third yeah. week we back down again. And then we like, I'm like, man, what's going on? I'm like, if I got a, every week I say that. <laughs> if I got to come out of pocket next week, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about, well, we had to transfer 10K like two weeks ago. Yeah, we had to transfer 10K. 10K for payroll mm-hmm. out of our own pocket. Mm-hmm. And is this your mistake? Is this just regular business mistake? Is this? A, it's a delegation mistake. A delegation yeah. mistake because we didn't have the systems mm-hmm. set properly. Not to, it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more or less uh, we were focused. We, were, I mean, we make money. We, we scale quick. Yeah, we scale super quick. Money, like it's like oh, it's keep good. it going. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're not in the mud, like Adrian, Adrian, Adrian meets with his team like mm-hmm. like to every two hours. Got to more or less. Me. <laughs> More or less me, I don't meet with my team like unless it's an emergency, I hire someone to do all that. Um, I would like to do that more, um, but it's not really my style. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our styles uh, bounce off of each other and it works the better for the company because it's more or less, okay, he knows like, T, you got that. Or I know, like no Adrian's hand. Like we got, we gotta pay the, uh, we gotta pay the employees today. I'm not handling that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get in the mud today. Let me, let's go back to the foundations. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I can't, I don't think, I don't think in one conversation I'm gonna wrap my mind around Arthur McGee. Maybe I will. Let's see. We got some time. But um, systems, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm, I'm a very big uh, com- uh, proponent in buying a system that I can grow into. Mm-hmm. And then building the things that I need as I learn more about it, especially mm-hmm. as I've bought, I've done the 14 day trials. I've actually tried these things. I put together, I spent weeks putting together systems and processes all to throw it away the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you guys have grown using one system and built into new systems. So you kind of have a, a good feel on what it feels like to transition and what to, what, a, what an mm-hmm. entrepreneur needs to start with. Mm-hmm. Maybe y'all's business is a little bit more complicated than the regular, than the solo entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the systems now, in hindsight, that y'all could have had in place, personally, professionally, and virtually, mm-hmm. that would um, help an entrepreneur get started a li- and, and kind of not avoid or avoid some of the pitfalls that you guys have experienced. Mm-hmm. The best way to support the Work and Play podcast is by subscribing to the YouTube channel and by going to your favorite podcast player to subscribe and rate the Work and Play podcast. That's all you have to do. So if you are liking the Work and Play podcast, the content, the stories that we're sharing, and you know that this will help someone, go ahead and share the content to someone who could actually use it and help them on their journey to transition from corporate into entrepreneurship. Now let's get back into the episode. Yeah, one is time. 
like time and, and you know systems that's that's our thing we love our systems <laughs> so you know again systems everyone thinks about technology right and systems is not technology is a part of systems you know when you think about systems you got people technology and processes so when we think about systems is really the way that we do things it's the process the step-by-step -step process and so one is time like and that's something that we did. We said we are going to commit at least one hour per day towards our virtual assistant business, okay. like individually. Um, so first is time, because if we're not pouring time into it, it can't grow. Okay. Um, so time commitment is always huge. Another thing is just like when you own a company and and like our staffing agency reached 45 people. 48. Yeah, 48. Like we reached 48 and we scaled down. I think it's down to like 30 right now. Okay. And that was intentional. Mm -hmm. um, we grew really fast. We went to a conference and got a ton of, it was crazy. Um, but just the delegation part of it when you are like running your systems is you got to have these check-ins with your team that are structured with proper reports to show you what's going on with your business. Facts. Like facts. now we got somebody who has to send us a dashboard every single day and tell us like what happened today. Um, you know, who's on the wait list, how much money came in, how much money is anticipated to go out. And like that whole system alone mm -hmm. has probably saved us and helped us like make bad decisions or like just helped us like be ready Better for decisions. stuff. Better decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like we know what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a really important system. And like when I was in corporate, we would go into these departments and we would enforce a system where they would do daily huddles. So they would meet with their team for 15 minutes every morning just to know every, how's everything going, mm -hmm. right? And so like that system is huge as well just to have alignment with your teams because when you add people on your team, you really start to lose sight of what's going on because that person that's doing it now owns it. So how can you still kind of keep eyes on it? Not micromanaging, but just to know like, are we tracking towards our results? Yeah. You know, am I providing that person enough support to be successful? Um, so that's always a huge thing with systems is just like really knowing what is going on. Let the numbers tell you. Mm, I got I got time commitment as number one. Mm -hmm. Kind of like time commitment, what your um, how you gonna block your time, mm -hmm. and then I got um, processes. Processes. Yeah, because we when we say systems, it can get convoluted. Mm -hmm. You're saying processes. Um, for each individual, one hour a day on your specific business and whatever you're supposed to be doing for that hour and whatever mm -hmm. you're supposed to be doing for that hour. And then um, I heard a little bit of delegation. I feel like delegation goes in there as well. Yeah, delegation. Mm -hmm. And the, the last piece is validation, right? Mm -hmm. my, my, my mentor used to always tell me trust but validate, right? Because mm -hmm. even though we give people the assignments and delegation, we have to make sure that they got the job done. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times we were just going off people's word and mm -hmm. asking for any proof that they were doing it, and that's where we lack that. Mm -hmm. And now we're, we're stuck. It's like, you know, I got kids, so it's like if I tell my son to clean his room, you know, I could tell him right from here to clean his room, you know, because I'm not in the city. He can say, oh, I did it, but how do I know that he did it? Mm -hmm. Now I can say, hey, FaceTime and show me that you cleaned your room. You know, those little extra seconds of validation. Um, goes a long way, with, especially employees, because here's the thing, right? If an employee knows you'll ask them, they're more inclined to do it mm. because they don't want to be asked because if, they're, if they don't do it, then now their character, now you lost trust. Now you lose trust with someone. Well, what do I need you working with me for? Mm. Mm -hmm. You just said a whole yeah, that thing. Was a, <laughs> that was a banger. I feel like that's a key yeah. to having a VA 
Like, let's talk about the fact that a lot of people feel like they can't just get a VA and just throw their business. Oh on. my god! <laughs> oh, no, you be talking to have our I have our customers that we got. Like, Facts. People mm-hmm. think I had a call yesterday with a guy that I told you that I I, uh, I said hey, you need systems. That's what my business partner does. And he was like, hey, I'm, I've been doing credit repair. Um, you know, I've been doing it for two years. Uh, I just need a virtual assistant to do it for me. I wanted to take the calls, run the ads, blah blah this. I said that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So that you're not gonna find a virtual system to do that. You need system setups on the properly trained in consultations, your process, you're gonna have to work with them, right? Mm-hmm. And he was more or less said, um, well man, you know, is it an easier route? And I was like, It's not it's not easy about that. Yeah. I have a six figure credit repair business, bro. I can I can tell you right now that's not easy. I had to vet my whole team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had to get process in place. Mm-hmm. I got a systems person right there who sets all that up, all the basic mm-hmm. things like that. So either you're gonna pay to get in place, or you're just gonna be doing you're gonna run unorthodox. And sometimes unorthodox works for people. Mm-hmm. We be uh, bootstrapping it until we yeah. have to, you know. <laughs> but why do that? Exactly. And I'm a winged person. He'll tell you I'm a winged person, but yeah. I realize why do that when it could be so much more easier. Mm-hmm. So. Why well, do that when it can be so much more easy? I I feel it. Look, trust me, I feel it. <laughs> we had to. I mean, we started denying people if they want a VA. Oh, like yeah. you, can, you can't get one. You can't have one. It's be- a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's literally a mindset. One one of the things that. So, who are the people that you have to deny? Like, what what are the, the qualifiers to tell you that somebody's not ready for a VA? What's your systems? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have any. Okay. What 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 is your business structure? Okay, what are you planning for this virtual assistant to do? Mm. Are you planning to train this virtual assistant? No. Are we training this virtual assistant? Okay, if we're training this virtual assistant, what are your requirements? Okay, we're going to tell you if they can or can't do that. And, you know, um, a lot of people just be like, oh, because we run across a lot of people that do credit repair or they need a social media person or something mm-hmm. like that. Excuse me. And a lot of times we're like, okay, social media is easy. Right? Yeah. Because it's very direct. And mm-hmm. the admin is very direct. You just need someone. Someone to hit me up. Cold calling in real estate, that's that's direct. You know, mm-hmm. you can find someone with experience. But when you want someone to be versatile and you just want to throw your business on them that they don't know none of the process or anything like that or we don't, and you're not willing to train them, then not. Mm-hmm. Not going to work. Because you're going to get a bad experience as a client because this VA isn't meeting your standards. This VA is going to get stressed out because you're throwing them to the wolves without any direction. And it just really creates a bad situation on both ends. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, we we said, like, it's a privilege to get a VA from us now. Like, you, it, it's funny, I heard him on a call the other day and someone wanted a VA and they started a new business. And she's like, no, I want a full-time. He's like, no, you need a part-time. Mm-hmm. Like, he told him, like, you need part-time. They didn't necessarily like it at first, but then he broke it down because... One, you also got to be able to afford a VA. Like, it's not as expensive as an employee, of course, but um, you still got to be able to afford it. And so if you got a brand new business and you don't have a reserve amount of money to, like, cover this person, mm-hmm. what's going to end up happening is you're going to be in service with us for a month and then you're going to come back and say, no, I can't, I can't. They're going to duck us. Yeah, they're going to yeah, mm-hmm. duck us. They don't like saying their business isn't working out or things like that. Versus coming up to us and saying, hey, look, this isn't working out. But we know it's not working out. Yeah. We told you what you needed to. Yeah. I don't want to just give you a bit. I don't care about the revenue. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure your business is successful based off the virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. So it's more like everybody thinks they can just 
and 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 he's the one who said like we gotta start denying people because yeah. it's becoming a headache because they want the virtual assistant to learn possibly things that we never agreed upon mm-hmm. you know and that's taking time from our resources because we because with our virtual assistant we get back office support mm-hmm. so if this person doesn't know social media they're gonna work with someone in our back office social media that's what a right. lot of you know a lot of other virtual staff agencies don't do that mm. and so now you're saying oh this person doesn't know how to do this well we never you never said this person Mm-hmm. needed to do that we trained them accordingly what you wanted mm-hmm. okay. so it's really it's it man look i'm gonna tell you having giving someone a va um to delegate to their business and their systems are out of place never again yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's i think that's a simple and i can attest to that that makes sense mm-hmm. um i'll just say i'll just keep it at that i'm curious about um you guys's culture mm. both in Arter mcgee and um in your families Mm-hmm. Because when someone, if someone were to look outside looking in, um, I, I have an inside insider's view, so to speak, right? But I, it's also I get to see the outside looking in. So you guys spend time with your families, you guys um, enjoy yourself, you go on vacations, but then you're working at the same time. And because I have my VA is with Arthur McGee, I get to be like, oh, okay, like she likes working there. Like y'all mm-hmm. be having like little costumes, <laughs> like little, like y'all do fun stuff. So. Um, how much of you guys building your culture in your business is intentional, uh, strategic versus organic? Mm. That's that's a that's a really good question. I mean, I think it was. I think it's. I mean, we we we. So me and Adrian have the same background. Probably doesn't matter, right? We broke up on the south side of Columbus, Ohio. We both had two parents in our household. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And our parents are just alike, which is crazy. Just mm-hmm. alike, it's crazy. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. they're just alike, like they're mm-hmm. together, and. And when we started Art McGee, we wanted to build a family oriented business because who likes going to work and they're not comfortable with it, right? Mm-hmm. So when you build a family oriented business, it's more or less a, it's a it's a double sword because here's the thing, right? Is if something's family oriented, you're you're more likely to not take it that serious mm-hmm. versus someone where it's really structured. But it's also kind of um, easier for you to come to work. And I've learned this being in management, I would rather I want you to work for me. Versus you um, wanting to work for the system because if you want to work for me, you're going to fight your heart. You're going to make sure it's done as if I want it done, as if I treat this like this is your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, that's what we built the culture over. Mainly. Yeah, family. I mean, I, that's what I think it is. Yeah, no, we were always big on family, you know, and we want to really run a trend. Like, we want people to be comfortable to kind of speak up if they're not comfortable. We want people to feel safe, you know what I mean? And that's what we all want from corporate jobs wherever we go. So we really wanted to push this family atmosphere. And I know I'm really, really big on personal development. So I'll tell my, when I interview someone, um, I'm like, hey, you know, you might step into this role and it might require you to study outside of work hours. And you know, and you might not get paid for it. You know, I want you to be so in love with what you're doing that you're open to taking that next step intentionally, you know, and not just for me, but for yourself. And that's what, like we think about personal development for corporations and we always like, I need to make myself better for the job. Mm -hmm. And that's a very bad way of looking at it. Right. You know, you need to make yourself better for you and your personal career. So I really promote a culture where it's like, hey, I want to. I want you to force me to pay you more. 
Yeah. Like I've told my you love what you do so bad. Yeah. Like I like the value that you're adding one to yourself, but to the establishment is just crazy. And mm -hmm. you deserve it. I want to give you more. I want to give you more. Bet on yourself. Yeah. I mean, I hired someone who, who, who wanted a certain amount. And I said, if you show me you can do that, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna pay you that up front, and you don't meet the requirements. And she bet on herself. She, mm -hmm. she, she, she cold. <laughs> Being entrepreneurs now, have you changed your perception on corporations at all? Um, you know, I would say no. I would say I understand how it all works now. You know, I understand like <clears throat> sometimes we get mad at like the the big dogs, right? Like the big CEOs, because it's like you know um, some of the things that they do, like that for what they have to run. But like I think Grant Cardone said this, like he said, I fire people very quickly, right? And so we always look oh, at man. corporations, like yeah, especially especially T. Oh, <laughs> but he's like, we don't have time to waste, yeah. right? And it's like. And I'll see corporations kind of like let people go. And I'm like, dang, like they, this person can't pay their bills. But it's like this company can't be successful with bad performing people who don't want to get better. Um, so it's like I understand a lot more, too. Um, but then also I could take things that I liked in corporate and put them in a company. But I can take the thing that I necessarily didn't like and take it away. So it's kind of a, a blend. Mm -hmm. But you got to really see what works for you, your organization and you know, again, as a CEO, we visualize, but when we run our companies, um, we got to get other people on board with that vision. Mm. You know, so we got to build that culture and, you know, it could change. It's, it, it really varies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your individual um, in, uh, in, um, investment journeys, mm -hmm. what are the things that you guys now have to invest in? Because before, when we're employees, we, sometimes we are generalists. Sometimes we do more things than we need, need to do. And mm -hmm. when we leave, we take a, we could take a little bit of that, then we throw the rest of it away. The education never stops as an entrepreneur. You mm. got to get better in your craft. You got to learn more. So, what are you guys' uh, personal uh, personal investment journeys looking like? And and what I mean by personal is still investing in the business. So, like, what are those things mm -hmm. that you guys do that you have to invest in on a regular basis, education wise? Personal mm -hmm. development wise, um, for me, I'm I'm giving a mentorship while getting a mentorship. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm learning new things in order so I can bring back to people mm -hmm. I'm in my community that I got. Right, um, so I'm forever a student. A lot of times, people think like, oh, they already made it; they don't have to get any more information. But the, the, you still have to get in those rooms and learn. So there's something you can be taught from anybody. Right, um, so my investments is when I get paid from someone, I take a portion of that to invest and relearn some more information that I can now give back because if I'm giving everybody the same information mm -hmm. I mean of course it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna die out right? mm -hmm. if I was trading stocks the same way I was trading when I first started I wouldn't be teaching anymore mm -hmm. you know um we're we learn we're learning the strat mm -hmm. right what is that it's a it's a it's a uh what is it? How do I say it? It's a strategy. Mm -hmm. um, it's a trading strategy. It's a trading strategy that's very successful, um, created by this guy named Rob Smith. And at first, I didn't think I needed it, right? And it's a lot of things that I didn't think I needed when I first started trading, but now it's more, uh, it's better for me. I, you know, it's better for him too, because mm -hmm. now we're understanding we're on the same basis and we're trading together, because he's a coach in my community with trading. Mm -hmm. So now we're getting, I, you can look on my timeline, we're actually making people's rent in a mm -hmm. day. 
you know, things like that. And the investment goes to be if they're paying me a recurring fee um, and I'm helping them pay their bills, I have to go out here and be hungry for this information so I can bring something back. So everybody, mm-hmm. everybody eats. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I know uh, for me, I really want to join organizations where people pay a lot of money to be in it. Because, <laughs> like, to be honest, it just invites different people. Like, and so I'm in pro, I'm in a program now where, like, um, people are talking about seven figure months. You know, they're talking about, oh, I just hit my first three hundred thousand dollar month. And for me to see that is like I'm getting the same information as them. It's always current, um, you know, and I'll get to see what they're doing to be successful, and now I can leverage that same information. Um, so I really, as far as like continue continued education. Um, it's the educational piece for information, but then also there's the environment piece. Um, so you got to understand when you pay for these mentorships and things like that, there's other people that also made that investment mm-hmm. who's on the same journey as you, you know. And um, so personally, I got to stay in some type of like heavy mentorship. I'm talking like uh, five figure programs, like at least mm-hmm. um, because it's just uh, it's, it's too valuable. To normalize a five-figure mentorship, y'all, like <laughs> when you when you spent twenty thousand dollars on a college education, twenty minimum twenty thousand dollars on a college education, mm-hmm. but then you're afraid to invest a thousand dollars. You start off being afraid to invest a thousand dollars in your first coaching program, whether mm-hmm. it be trucking, uh, podcasting, whatever it is, to get to a point where you can normalize. Investing in a fifty thousand dollar mentorship group—that's mm. the type of life. That's I'm, I want to add that to the manifestation, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't know to manifest manifest that. Like we didn't know that that was going to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. We just said, "I want a life that's better for what we have," right? Mm-hmm. And then we live it. But then, what does that look like? We just we be figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But the key you already have is to start to set a goal mm-hmm. to invest fifty thousand dollars minimum, right? Mm-hmm in a mentorship program and maybe that's not where you're at right now so shoot a thousand dollars is nothing compared to that oh, you know what i'm saying we started with that though we started our first yeah. was two thousand that's what i'm not specifically talking about yeah, you i mm-hmm. got a thousand and then two months later i went and bought the recession proof course for three thousand five hundred mm-hmm. and then i ended up making a quarter million dollars over mm-hmm. that information so it's like you can't really uh, limit yourself, right? Yeah. When you go get information, it's like, what are you, what are you gonna do with it? If you see multiple people are successful mm-hmm. from this this mentorship or or, or um, this course, um, it's all about if you believe in yourself or not, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go get that course. I said, bro, we just spent a thousand dollars. I'm not about to go spend thirty five hundred dollars on a course that I don't know is gonna change my life or not. You know, this I'm working my nine to five. This is a lot of money at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and now when I see I, I'm making a Thirty-five hundred in a day, in, in under a day, you know, on a normal basis, it's like wow. And I did that because I believed I could do it, and I also had somebody to push me to do it. He told me he didn't. He didn't. I said let's split it. He said no, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. He said that. That's he, real. He said I don't want that course. He said that course is your speed. It was. It he was. Said, I need you to get that information and bring it back. So we could eat off of it. And I'm like, man, you trying to give me a pay <laughs> You know? You think I'm a sucker? Yeah, I'm like, you tripping. But I really got the course and I locked in and I brought the information back. Mm-hmm. Um, I even helped him repair his credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't bad. 
that. But, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't down bad, y'all. I wasn't down bad. But, but you know, with your <laughs> credit, um, you know, and, and gather that information as well mm -hmm. um, to help other people. I prepared several people's credit for free, you know, mm. things like that. Um, so it's able to impact someone off uh, of a course, and it helped, even helped us get the virtual assistance. It did. That it did. helped us jump into the virtual assistant business. The first, their second investment. Yeah, right. That mm -hmm. helped us jump into the virtual assistant business, and then now he purchases course on sales and things like that, and brings the information back to me. He's not. He's not. I'm not gonna crack open the course. <laughs> you just answered the question in in such a very very in depth way, like investment for you guys. Of course, y'all invest in the in the business together. But investment for you guys, you said the credit, like the things that you need to learn, that's your line. Investments, credit, all the things. Mm -hmm. Sales, client attraction, systems, that's the thing. Y'all invest heavy in yourselves mm -hmm. and then you bring it together. That's what makes Arda McGee what it is. It is. I want to be able just to ask him. I don't want to be able to, I don't want to have to go to the to course. To go and study. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to like, be able to just ask him, like, hey, how I do this? Like, no, like, I literally can, like, I sent a voice message out to his assistant, hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, and he trained him officially to do that. Or he, does, he knows he doesn't have to pay for credit repair or anything like that. Mm -hmm. He can literally contact my team and say, I need y'all to do this real quick. You know, mm -hmm. we have access to each other's teams um, and we don't count favors. Mm -hmm. A lot of people count favors, right? And a lot of people and a lot mm -hmm. of people aren't still in business with each other because they look at, they count each other's pockets. Mm -hmm. right? I don't care how much he makes. If he if he is $10,000 and I didn't make any amount of money that day, I'm not mad at him. I'm happy for him. Mm -hmm. Then I'm, I may talk to him and say, how can I make $10,000? Exactly, yeah. Right? yeah. You know, things like that. So, and, and that's a lot of our success is we're open with each other. Mm -hmm. We tell each other what's going on. Like even it was funny because we was when we when he was down bad with the, in the business. I'm thinking it's just the business. He's like, nah, I messed up. I said, man, I me. Mean, <laughs> I said me too. And then we, you know, we can figure it out. A lot of people and a lot yeah. of men are prideful to be like to say mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm hurt because I'm not gonna tell my family that. I'm not gonna go tell mm -hmm. my wife. I'm not gonna tell people that like yeah, I messed up. But I told him. Because he was open enough to me to tell me, like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm you know, I'm messed up. So how are we going to get this back on track? And I'm going to be real. We turn that thing around real quick. Real quick. <laughs> We're about to turn around this weekend, for real. We're about to go to Invest Fest. We got the booth ready. I'm so excited for y'all. It's, it's oh, about to turn yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. We talking about expansion, and my mind went to, um, you guys are uh, peripherally talking. If you Hopefully, you, uh, you don't mind me sharing this, but, like, real estate, getting into investing mm -hmm. in the community and mm -hmm. um, having even bigger conversations and um, collaborating with even more mm -hmm. uh, big brains and, and energy. It's crazy, right? And um, one of the things that a friend of mine said is, like, with black people, we, we oftentimes undercut you know our success because like when we invest in things we start getting in our own head and mm -hmm. trust kicks in and the relationship that you guys are saying right now where you can be vulnerable with each other is now mm -hmm. required when you guys are building this team with other people whatever type of collaboration it looks like so for you guys as business partners going out into creating more value how do y'all manage like Talking like having relationships with people, uh, business relationships with people. Um, how do y'all manage investing? You know, like forty k or ten k in a in a out like an external mm -hmm. thing. Do y'all powwow beforehand, or do you guys just know each other? Like, oh, I know Terry wouldn't do that. Oh, I know Adrian would do this. It it, it can be natural like that, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I think more or less. Uh, 
I'm 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 more to ask for forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> I'll tell him like, hey, we about to go do this. And he be like, You sure? <laughs> you know, he he like, You sure? I'm like, Yeah, we're about to get it done. Like, so one of the things um that I did, I said, Man, look, we need to make an advanced mentorship for the people that already want to do the program. You know, uh-huh. bring you in, you can coach them. Um, you know, we'll charge them less, you know, because we know some new stuff. And he like, all right, cool, I'm with that. You know, let me that's gonna make him work harder. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I really didn't ask him to do I didn't ask him to do that. I said we're doing that. And you know, a lot of times um, as business partners, you know, we agree to be a part of each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Sierra was just Sierra was just in here and Sierra right. was like, Hey, you know, um, I see y'all did y'all's thing in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want we need to slide to invest fest and get a booth. We're like, okay, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because we believe in each other. I mean, Sierra's like, like really my cousin. That's like my blood cousin. Um, but she's also someone that's, you know, that's a millionaire. Like, and then she's a woman who inspires us. It's like no hate there. And if you can, you know, it's always energy, Ariel. It's always energy. If mm-hmm. if someone has the correct energy, I mean, you know, we can definitely build on something. But if, if someone is selfish or anything like that, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'd rather um, build with someone who's not selfish versus with someone who is because at the end of the day, you're going to make sure you're successful and not the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the same for you? Do you move off energy or do you move more on strategy and structure? Makes yeah. sense. It gotta, I know for me, it got to make sense, you know, because <laughs> I could deal with different personalities and different energies, you know. It, I really just want to make sure you got a game plan, and I want to know how you're going to react if it don't go well, you know, and that's always the biggest thing. Like, we collaborated um, in our city. Like, we had a conference, um, the MMM conference. This is a shirt that, that we're wearing right Minorities now. Minorities making millions. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to MMM. Um, and, you know, we came together in our city, and... I'm going to say, I ain't never been to anything like that. And we got 120 people to come out and come to the event that we threw in like four weeks. And it was amazing. And we linked up with, it was me, T, um, Sierra, and there's uh, Keith and Dre. Mm -hmm. So it was five people. And we had to collaborate for this event. Mm. And um, it was a lot. Like, it was a lot that went into it, you know. (laughs) It was a lot. Like, events are stressful, you know. We ain't hired no event planner. We just... Just did it. Just did it. In addition to y'all business. In addition to the business. I, in addition to, I had to prepare for trading for it a week before. <laughs> I had to, I had to, I'm moving my parents from one crib to another crib. It's very stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very yeah. Stressful. And that's when it comes, I mean, you got to be ready for that stress, though. When you collaborate with people, like, it's not always going to be gravy, but we got to have clear alignment. And, you know, I think we did that pretty well uh, we just made alignment and we're still growing learning each other more but to answer your original question about like as far as getting a business partner or something like i really gotta make sure one you got a reputation you know what you're doing and and three i gotta know when stuff don't go well you gonna stay in the mud with me you're gonna get it in with me because if not it's gonna fail it's not gonna work <laughs> yeah i tell him if i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like nah i ain't doing yeah, he will. He will. Well, see, but I think that it's in some way, y'all get each other's risk level, right? Yeah. Like yeah. to be like, okay, so T ain't gonna like this, and and it's not like a new relationship where you don't know somebody and they just jet. And yeah. First of all, you don't know why they jet. You don't mm-hmm. know the make is behind. It, you don't know their family situation. Mm-hmm. You don't know their risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I can't. You can't take that risk because you don't know the person that well. Exactly. Which is exactly. why you guys are blessed. Yeah. No, it's a big blessing. It's definitely, big it's definitely a blessing because I mean, much of my success, like me becoming an authority, like I didn't, I never envisioned that. I like getting money. I don't like, I, ain't, I didn't like people. 
<laughs> I like getting money behind the scenes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, used to, what y'all used to call me? Uh, we used to call him. <laughs> I, I don't know if we could say it on that. We used yeah. to call him Flexing. We'll just say Flexing. Flexing T. Flexing AT. Oh, yeah. Because I will get the bag, but I want to show you how to get the bag. I want to show you what I was doing. He'll just pull up in a he'll just pull up in the Porsche in LA and you and you know it's like, oh that's T V and T. He's like, bro, you gotta impact people. You gotta show people, you know, they can do these same things because it's possible and I'm around like people. Yeah. You know, but having someone to show you a vision you know, show you what you can do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, what? I wouldn't, most of the, I tell, I tell, Adrian is so humble and he behind the scenes with the stuff, right? Like, a lot of people see me, Sierra, um, and they're like, oh, they getting it, because me and Sierra, like, we, we yeah, they the big clearly dog. getting it. They the big dog. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but they see Adrian and they're like, well, Adrian, what do you really do, mm -hmm. right? And then, and then he has to really say it. I'll be telling him all the time, like, I made bosses. Like I yeah. Turn their business up. Like he 10x my business. Like I, I when we plan on 50k months, I hit 50k in a month. I mean, I know, I know some people out there like, oh, this is 50k. That's cool, or whatever. You know. But there are also people who are like 50k in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That sounds. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, it's it's going to it's going to six figures in a month. We're definitely on track for that. But he's one of them type of people who levels someone up and he stays behind the scenes, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So you don't have to be on the scenes. You don't have to be on the camera. You can do your thing behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and be okay. And that's how I was. But now it's crazy because I'm an authority and I I can't I can't go behind closed doors because can't, people yeah. are reaching out to me 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. How can I mm -hmm. do this? You know. Um. But I mean, that, that's what comes with it, bro. But you definitely, you know, turn me up and help me out. Um. Oh my God! It's it's the same way. I'll probably still be in corporate right now <laughs> if if T ain't really you know push me to understand what I could do. To be honest with you, because um, if you talked to me a year and a half, two years ago, I'm like I'm never leaving my job. I am straight. <laughs> I am cool. What you kill? What? Yeah, like what? Like I got. I'm good. But yeah. then you know, um, but that's the power of the right environment, the right people pushing you. And you know, T showed me like, bro, like you did this for me. Like you can do this for other people. Like you don't really need to do that, right? And so sometimes you need that enforcement. Yeah. Like it's super important. And that's how we could bounce off. I and mean, we keep it raw with each other too. Like if T do something I don't like, like I'll tell him. If I do something he don't like, he'll tell me. We don't take it personal. We'll be like, all right, bro, I see what you mean. I definitely see where I, I, I did something kind of wild that's there. That's accountability. It is. It's kind of like all of the things that we learn as entrepreneurs, but it's, uh, it's like, um, it's just the word that I'm thinking about is accelerated. It's enhanced mm -hmm. because the two of you guys are bouncing off of each other's growth so you can build off of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you hit the wall and you go up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's really, really dope. And on the topic of impact, we talked about this before we did the podcast. And, and I have this vision of like being able to show truly what success looks like. You know what I mean? Like on the journey. Um, the good and I don't think there's any bad you know what I'm saying but one of the things that we talked about was like smoking and mm -hmm. as it relates to smoking um, I was I was so like I'm still trying to figure out how I want to yeah. bring yeah. that into the thing like and as I brainstorm with y'all it's on some like drink chance for <laughs> corporate professionals yeah, yeah, yeah. nine to fivers who are getting money now in entrepreneurship but the the real role right that like 
you guys have like or that smoking has or any other habits that you guys have what are the things that y'all do on the back end that people don't know either adds to your success doesn't add to your success and as it relates to smoking um how have you found that to be a addition or a hindrance from you guys' success Mm. To or from you guys' success. You want, you want, you, you want, I'll let you talk first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's such a powerful question. Um, I guess to answer your question behind the scenes, um, I know something that we've been struggling with and we still, we, we're still trying to figure it out is balance, right? So like, sometimes like we just need to chill, you know, like <laughs> going like hard, chill hard, like chill, just relax. Mm -hmm. Like we don't even play the game, you know, like sometimes like to even playing the game for the I'll last happy. The same, like I'll play, I started playing a game every once in a while, you know, and it's really like the balance. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think we all got to find that thing that just brings us peace, like mm -hmm. allows us to escape. So, a lot of people ask, like, why do you travel so much? It's like, it forces you to chill because you're in a new environment. Um, you want to go explore, do things. So it, it forces you to chill. Mm -hmm. So I know, like, just that balance as an entrepreneur is, like, everything. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, and then, I mean, as far as, like, smoking and weed, like, it just brings out a very creative side to it. So heavy. You know, it, 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 um, it forces you to chill. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, it does yeah. force you to chill. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's yeah, yeah, with it. Yeah, but I mean, a transparent moment. Like we found ourselves doing it too much, and was like, hey, like we gotta slow down, mm -hmm. you know? Because we was getting it. We, you know, everything's cool, <laughs> but it's like, hey, like this is making us chill too much, or it's just like starting to become too much yeah. of a heavy habit. And that's where a lot of people mess up at because they can't control the habits to keep it from going to the negative anything what, what is it uh too much of anything is the bad thing that's facts that's facts you know you said that's the bar i was literally thinking yeah. that's about to be a class <laughs> because i think that entrepreneur so i understand why i was hesitant about bringing it out in mm -hmm. in, a, in a sound bite mm -hmm. entrepreneur ta entrepreneurship takes good habits like we got to mm -hmm. know ourselves we got to know our habits mm -hmm. but then when you don't know your habits and you mix weed, weed with it, then we find we could crash, right? No, that's, that's yeah. Fast. And that's why I chose to start smoking weed when I was financially stable. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't do something um, and think you're going to get dry from it. I decided, okay, let me try this when I'm already financially stable. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you have to make decisions based off of what um, state you are in life right now. Right. Mm. So I knew when I was working my nine to five, if I start smoking weed, this may slow down my performance. I could possibly lose my job, things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do it. I did it occasionally, like on vacation or something like that, but I wasn't really doing it. But at, when I jumped into entrepreneurship and um, I realized it, why it brought in my mind state and allowed me to relax, or I would get you know more sleep from it, mm -hmm. um, and it was working, mm -hmm. right? And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm killing, I'm killing, I'm killing it. And then we used to do it for celebrations and stuff like that. But then we realized like. We doing this too much. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we'll have to, like we'll be like, all right, we about to go to work. Let's hit the whiteboard, and then we'll order some wings. Stop. <laughs> and then we'll order some wings. Stop or something like that. And like we're just gonna get it in tomorrow. <laughs> that's yo, that's facts. I that's facts. And then we was like, yo, he's like, yo, we need to slow down. Like, mm. And you know, it's like, damn, you kind of don't want to, but it's like at the end of the day, you have to pace yourself and know yourself and know what's good for you because. 
I always say this. We have to wake up, eat what we can mm. every day. Every day. And if I got to wake up and eat what I got, I don't want to be slowed down. Mm-hmm. What I, can. I don't want to miss a phone call or miss a beat because I was trying to enjoy relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't sign up for entrepreneurship to relax. I signed up for entrepreneurship to maintain a lifestyle and to take care of my family. Ooh. So if I got to cut out uh, me chilling, then that's just what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to let's, to let's kind of like bring it all together. Um, there's habits. There's um, cutting off like excessive chilling mm-hmm. so that you can focus on getting the bag. Mm-hmm. And then you guys mentioned happiness. What's the value of happiness? What's the value of chilling? And how do you incorporate that? My peace is everything. Mm-hmm. I can't get I can't get I can't get money or be happy if I don't have peace, mm-hmm. right? And when my peace doesn't come from um, a drug per se, my peace comes from everybody around. My happiness and my peace is relied on everybody who I care for. Mm-hmm. So um, I know sometimes in entrepreneurs we stretch ourselves thin and we take mm-hmm. care of a lot of people. Um, but that's where my happiness determines from. A lot of people ask me, oh, what do you want for your birthday? I don't need that. As long as everybody around me is happy and in position, I'm happy. I, I don't need anything, right? Yeah. Um, so me, I'm very big on peace. If it's not bringing me peace, like the VA business was getting on my nerves. <laughs> it wasn't bringing me peace. So I was really ready to let go. And like he said, I fire people quickly, right? It's not the sense of... Oh, you're not doing your job. It's more or less a you're not bringing me peace. You know, I used to try to work with you. A lot of people are, um, you know, how do I say this? Uh, you know, they're, they're combative. They want to. They want it their way. Mm-hmm. And this is not your shop. Mm-hmm. This is Martin mm-hmm. Capital Consulting. Mm-hmm. This is I Rock. I built this. So rather you like which way I got. Everybody has the opportunity to go elsewhere. So if you don't want to make that decision for yourself, I'll make it for you mm-hmm. um, because you're not bringing me peace, right? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what relationships, friendships, and anything, if you're not bringing me peace in a friendship, family members, anything, I, I don't want to talk to you. I'm about to change my number on Monday <laughs> <laughs> so I can reset my peace. Mm-hmm. No, for reset your peace. Yeah, that's people. Real. when people have access to you, you, you determine your peace. If so many people have access to you, Sometimes you like, no, this is just ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Reset your peace. That's powerful. Appreciate. That's powerful. <laughs> That's absolutely powerful. Yeah. Especially as, so, um, as a woman, because I do feel like there's differences. Like um, people pleasers, I'm, I'm, it's easier for me to be a people pleaser. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. easier for me to give access and um, and want to serve and, and like be available for people. But then as I grow, there's some certain people I just don't. Like, don't need to have such access, right? Yeah. So resetting your peace is a process. I talk about processes all day because I think it, it keeps me centered. But recentering your peace and changing your number, these are tangible things that you can do to protect your sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Processes for peace. Processes for peace. That's an SOP. Or you call it a P-O-P. P-O-P, processes for peace. You can't allow people to have access to you. You can't. Oh, wait. Here's the thing. I have a hard problem with telling my family no. Mm. I have a hard problem with saying no. Mm. But if you tell someone no, see how they react. Because Mm. if a person can't understand um, that I can't do something for them Mm. and they're upset about it, I don't need you around. Mm -hmm. So now you just burnt the bridge completely because you got upset the one time I told you no, but didn't think about the 30 times I told you Mm. no. You know, a lot of people take that risk. Expectations is high. I'm pretty sure we're being transparent here. Mm 
I will post something and be like, oh, I made three thousand dollars today. Adrian says he, I can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep, <laughs> gotta keep that on the low. I can't. Like you know, I, I will really, and and I need to practice that for real. And, and he be telling me to do it because. Like, I got the same number I'd have since middle school. <laughs> like, I just don't want to change my number. I don't know what you, mean. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, like, you know, if I post something like that, like, I will have people reach out, like, hey, can, can I host something? Oh, or, really? You know, and it's like, I could teach you how to do it. You know, like, I could, my, uh, my, my boy got a, a master class that he's giving away for free. Check uh -huh. it out. See if you're interested in tap in with them. But people won't do that, though. They won't do it. You know, and, and that's because everybody wanted the easy way. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, is that that's that's true, though. I got, I got to keep my, yeah. keep it on the low. <laughs> no, that makes sense. You guys just gave me so much value. And um, I feel like I just did a master class for me to be a better coach. Because these are the things that we have to really help people understand um, mm -hmm. as they accelerate, as they change their lives. These are tangible examples of changing your phone number, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Or not posting certain parts. So we talk about like social media strategy, but it's about like, who are you becoming off of? When you're a nine to fiver, you're not into social media. You right. use it as like, oh, I'm gonna go on vacation real quick. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do a little picture. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's what you're right. You know, mm -hmm. you don't think about strategy of exposing yourself to people. Mm. I will tell you personally, and y'all are giving me even a way to tell my own story because it's like, my light has always shined. You know what I'm saying? But it was shining in corporate a whole different way. Mm -hmm. When you become like a mini influencer and then you become a around so certain energies, it's like, Okay, so now how do you manage this? How do you protect your peace? How do you create mm -hmm. a process where you don't go ne networking all the time because everybody yeah. wants you to be somewhere? Yep. How do you share what parts of yourself do you want to share? Mm -hmm. And what story are you crafting? It's okay, mm -hmm. everybody don't need to know everything about you. Right. And right. you guys are literally giving like little pieces of how you protect it and then also how you have outlets. So mm -hmm. for some people that need therapy, do y'all do therapy? So... I, I want to get back into it. I was doing it, and it was super helpful, super, super helpful. Uh, but, you know, I was in 9 to 5, and I had my... Uh, insurance. Yeah, I had my insurance. Different insurance you than know. the... Uh, what would you call it? Um, the EAP. Yeah, EAP. Yeah, right, right, right. I want to get back to it, though. And I'm to a point where, I mean, I'm, I'm actually looking into, like, probably hiring some like a coach with a background and therapy, and therapy mm -hmm. so I can kind of get both because mm -hmm. I can get the business side from these other programs I'm in but mm -hmm. the mental side I do need something specific for that that's dope for me to say that because me like I I, I, I would like therapy but I'm really like like hard-headed <laughs> but I, but I'm but I'm also open. Like I cry. Like I don't I don't. I, yo, you see me cry multiple times in my life. Like mm -hmm. I cry. I'm very open. Go check out that. that video. You'll see him yeah, cry. I cry with, cry with my dad. Crying. I cry. With <laughs> I cry. I'm very open with crying. I mm -hmm. mean, it, that's cool. I mean, a lot of people can act tough or whatever. I'm one of the manliest men in, in the world, but I still cry. But I mean, we got to understand as men. Um, for you even to say that that you that you mm -hmm. would accept therapy, that's that's different because a lot of times is people 
um, we struggle with our me mental issues. Not saying you have a mental issue, but saying you mm -hmm. struggle with some things and for you to want to hear someone's advice to you mm -hmm. says a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I, I know me, I'm, I'm stubborn. I, I won't, I'll be like, nah, I don't need to go. I'll just go cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Crying is therapy, though. Yeah, crying, is. Is, crying yeah. is therapy, and it's okay to do it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, and that's another reason why I posted the video, like, it's okay to cry. Y'all let one out like, at the end. Yeah, they did. did. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on crying. Like, I just, I was happy that I, you know, I was yeah, able beautiful to. beautiful, though, man. And I take, care of my, I take care of my family. Like, mm -hmm. I've moved my family from a house they've been in since I've been in high school to another home paid for by me. So for I'm so I do these things. I don't record everything. I shared that and, and, and it's crazy so crazy how many trolls there is out to the right. Mm. People saying, Oh, it's just a thousand dollars like I had a guy say, Oh, it's just a thousand dollars. I'll cash out your dad three bands right now, here go to cash out. <laughs> you dropped it? You, you dropped the Let's cash out. Oh, yep, yeah. DMing me, oh look at my account block. Bro, why are you messing with an account? You said you're gonna bring my dad three bands. I record him saying thank you. I had a guy say I had a guy message me and say, I'm sorry, bro, that I said that I never had a dad in my life. And you know, and it's so crazy because you get so you get a a a a, a I don't understand how people really go viral because I'm very uh, like you would never say that to me in person. I'm really big on respect. Like mm -hmm. I'm <laughs> listen, I'm really big on respect, and so many people live on the internet, and it's like I'm not doing anything for the internet. You can I got I got a cameraman about to follow us around because I'm I told you right, well this ain't gonna drop no time so I'm talking about the documentary, but um it's more or less a you get a a, a bit of success. And people really hate that it's you and not them. Mm -hmm. It's like and they oh, come for you. They too. come for you. Oh, I was. With, they talk about. Oh, he used to do this, or he's like that. Oh, he ain't like you. Don't know me. I've elevated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to be like that. Everybody has a testimonial. You can't sit here and tell me who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Everybody that I grew up with as a kid, um, unfortunately, went to prison. I didn't go. But so you can't tell me I wasn't in the streets, and uh, but you're not gonna sit here and tell nobody. Oh yeah, he used to be in the streets. He used to do X, Y, and Z. No, I'm elevated now. Now, now I'm teaching over 100 people how to get money in the stock market. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching people that's coming home from those type of situations how to get money legally. Right? A lot of people try to voice their opinion on you when they see. Um, Stiley said this. Shout out Stiley. He said, "It's crazy how they want to come for me when they see me living comfortably." Mm. Mm. Right? They want to disturb mm -hmm. your peace. They want to disturb your peace. The peace, the peace. And that's why you can't give certain people access. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I will cut the conversation quick. Mm -hmm. You <laughs> Listen, I can read this book called No BS Time <laughs> Management for Entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You're not getting, you, you, if you call me, you better have what you what we talking about right now and your point across because at the end of the day, my time is valuable. Yeah. Once, mm -hmm. once you learn that your time is valuable, mm -hmm. go spend it differently. Oh yeah, your life will change. Like everything you do, the people you put energy towards, mm -hmm. what you put time to, it completely changes when you really understand. Like we all can make a thousand dollars per hour. Like nice. we all have that ability, wow. you know. And once you crack that code and figure out how you specifically can do it, your life will never be the same. Nice. Never. Dang. Dang.
thing. Y'all got it's, it's like that. But it's listen, like that. <laughs> I, I could do this all day. We we had we would love. I would love to do a part three. You know we gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. We gonna turn up one year from now. Probably, oh we yeah. We gonna probably have a meal by then. So yeah yeah yeah. We'll probably we, be back on the meal by then. So we gonna be in a whole different studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, you gonna straight have up. your own studio. Man. Yeah. You gonna have. Yeah. You gonna be come on stage. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. There it is. These guys here, manifestation um, in the making. I have really, really appreciated you guys sharing your time with me. Um, I've, I've appreciated watching y'all's growth. I've appreciated being a part of it. Like I yeah. literally, <sighs> I love to come up. Look, this man. is this is a great time to be alive. It is. It's time to be alive. Or, but look, in, in REL though, like, I don't <laughs> right, think right. Like I'm talking about, like I I came down to Atlanta, never met REL. Good energy, always good vibes. And always willing to give someone an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And you don't find people who are willing to open up their platform for someone. Mm -hmm. I just met her. She's like, I need you to come on my podcast. <laughs> you know, because she's seen something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And I was like, mm. give me some time. So she, she gave me an opportunity, gave me some time. Whatever you need from me, anywhere I can add value, always feel free to reach out. I'm proud of you. Likewise. No, same. I, look, <laughs> I got to follow up with that because... <laughs> Just in our session alone, like a year ago, when we like got in the lab and you helped me determine my program, my potential, and like what you're doing is so amazing. The platform you're creating is amazing and you're really showing people your niche is amazing. To take someone from the nine to five and show them how to transition into entrepreneurship. I mean, shoot, I, shoot, we needed you uh, six months ago. But, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but no, I appreciate it. Anything you need from me, you already know. You already know. So Thank we appreciate you, so you. Absolutely. And the best way that I can repay y'all is just to be as great as y'all. You know what I'm saying? We, the way that we add value to the world is the way that we have, add value to each other. And mm -hmm. ah, these guys have given me such a breath, a breath <laughs> of fresh air. I'm about to wipe my whole whiteboard clean and Let's get go. to the strategy we're about to be visualizing like crazy so mm -hmm. those of you guys who are still watching and are have made it to the end and you want to connect with these men like you want to either um, work with them you want to stick stay to the journey first of all in, in, individually what you guys are offering to the people and then how can they get connected with you guys moving forward you want me to get my resume or something <laughs> now you start off with Arthur mcgee and then you could do your thing oh, okay so look if you need the best virtual assistant you can find, you go to A&M, you go to Order and McGee. Mm -hmm. It's on um, Instagram, um, and it's a black-owned virtual assistant business. He doesn't like to say that, but I love to say it's a black-owned <laughs> virtual assistant business. I, I, we didn't know anybody in this lane. Mm -hmm. We jumped in this lane, and we built success over it. Regardless of our trials, it's still going to be a million-dollar company. Oh, yeah. Some um, figures. How, how to find me? You can find me at Stock Trader T. I'm pretty sure she's going to add it under the video. Please don't let no fake profile find <laughs> you ask you how your trading is. I will never ask that. Do not get finessed out the money. Um, I'm an option trading mentor. Um, I have a credit repair business. Um, but if, if anything I could say is I want to add value to you any, which, any way that I can. So feel free to DM me at any time. There it is. There it is. Now nah, you set you set it up. That's a some high standards That's right my there. Standard? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, T already dropped it on Arthur McGee. Um, again, best virtual staffing agency you could find out there. Um, you know, so definitely tap in there. Uh, personally, you can find me on IG at the Grind Season. We were talking about changing names. I was just you know, about that. I might have to. 
Dave hasn't changed his sleep is for suckers yet, so I might not. But you can find me for now. You can find me at the grind season. Um, you know, again, we help run your uh, paid ads for your business, so that way you could uh, acquire sales on autopilot. You know, so a lot of us are working too hard. I'm gonna be honest, I don't post as much anymore because I figured out how to run ads. So I don't even really post that much. But anything you need for your ads, we can run it up. Um, and you know, we, I think we do it better than anybody out there, to be honest. So you can find me there. Um, but yeah, let's let's just grow. Any way we could provide value, we're here. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out even if you got questions or anything. So let's, let's get go. it. Do what you guys you guys gotta do. Mm -hmm. Don't break. No, just if you didn't get it, replay this video. Write down your next steps and take action. I let's don't care it. if it's twelve o'clock right now. Let's get it. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Peace out, y'all.